Hey Zwifters, and welcome to the Zwiftcast XL. This is the first of a new series where myself, Shane and Nathan can react quickly to newsquakes on the Zwift platform and where you'll be able to hear our Zwiftcast live show, which will be first available on Nathan's ZCL channel. In this episode, we discuss Eric Min's interview with the NY Velocity blog, in which the Zwift CEO talked about a number of exciting new developments on the platform. This isn't the usual Zwiftcast format. It's a lot looser and not very edited. We hope you like it. Eric Min uh, has given an interview to a website in um, New York, which I'd never heard of before, which is no disrespect to the website. The guy was doing um, a review of Zwift, and it was a really excellent review, I have to say. Really, really, really nicely written. But quite a long way down the review, there was an email interchange with Eric Min. And Eric, in that, has given away more news than we've had in a long, 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 long time about developments on Zwift. So I thought it'd be great to get the guys together, Nathan and Shane, and thanks so much for doing this at short notice to um, to just go through it in the way that we like to do. Um, so, hi, guys. Hey, how's it going, Shane? Simon, how's it going, Shane? Thanks for doing this at, uh, at like a moment's notice. So let's get straight on with it. Um, probably the most interesting stuff for general Zwifters is the news on course extensions. And for once, Eric's been pretty specific with dates here. And he says that the London course extension, which we saw that rather weird preview of, of that guy who um, who was catapulted into it through some kind of uh, glitch in the matrix, that is going to happen within two weeks, closely followed by the volcano climb. He didn't put a time on that, but he did say that will be coming uh, afterwards. And then, um, and he has put a timescale on this, which again is unusual, uh, what he calls a major course extension um, in April. Now, this is, this is more news than we're used to getting at any one time. Um, Shane, I know you had a hard down the bite yesterday and you've only just caught up on this, but let's get your reaction straight away. What do you think? Mm, very interesting. We hardly ever see timelines, but history shows when we do, they're pushed out as well. So two weeks, I'm, I'm not convinced. I'd like to see it in two weeks because we'd like more Ks, but uh, I'll wait and see. Yeah. Well, Nathan, the thing is with that two-week timescale, I mean, I know I know John Mayfield, for, for, for a start, he kind of hates timescales, but you would have thought if Eric's saying two weeks, then it's probably not going to be that much longer than two weeks, I would have thought. Well, we'll see. I mean, I would have to agree with Shane right up front that um, December we were looking for Volcano and then it came about two weeks later. But maybe they've also kind of um, figured out their buffers there. So, you know, I, uh, I'm i not going to be definitive. Obviously, I have no idea. I'm not on the inside there. But at the same time, I would, uh, I would, I would think that this time around maybe um, – you know, they've got it nailed down a little bit. So um, me and Shane tend to actually be a little bit on the opposite sides on these a lot of times too. Uh, Shane plays hardball and I play a little bit more softball sometimes. Sometimes, maybe on not other topics, I tend to play a little more hardball. But I'll, I'll, give, uh, I'll give Eric the benefit. And I'm re- either way, we're all really excited. As he said in the, uh, in the interview, was talking about how much the, uh, 
the community loves to see these expansions and there's so much hype around them. Um, and the interviewer didn't seem quite as, uh, you know, as, as eager for it, but definitely, um, the community loves to see them and I can't wait as well. Actually, I'm out riding on London right now. Um, looking around for that, but that place to find that extra expansion, <laughs> the secret turn, where's the secret turn, <laughs> where's the secret turn? Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Eric, you know, uh, he, he, he might be quite accurate on this time scale because even though those screenshots we saw of the guy who, uh, who, who fell through the, um, fell through the black hole, um, okay, it didn't look massively well developed, but it did look as though it was reasonably well advanced. Um, so two weeks, interesting. Maybe we'll hold it to him, uh, hold him to it, and maybe that'll be the last time that Eric ever says anything in public about a very specific timeline. <laughs> so let's talk. I mean, I think you know the volcano climb. I think we kind of know roughly what that's going to be, don't we? And again you might think that work is reasonably well advanced on that because they've, they've they've done a lot of obviously a lot of a lot of work on the volcano so let's get on to this tantalizing tantalizing few words i'm just going to count them one two three four five six seven eight we expect a much bigger expansion in april so let's uh, let's do what we do to politicians sometimes, or what other people do to politicians, which is look at every single word. <laughs> expect, expect. There we go. I think there's a bit of expectation management going on there, Shane. Don't you? Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's talking it up. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Nathan. I'll give you this phrase: a much bigger expansion. So. Watopia, or are they going to spring a surprise on us a bit like they did with London, which kind of came out of nowhere? Yeah, that's a great question. And I can do a little bit of, uh, I, I, there's only so much I can say here, but I have a feeling based on a few events that we might be working on in the background that there might be a whole new course. Now, that is complete conjecture. Nobody's confirmed anything with me whatsoever. But, I mean, what, are we going to get that 100-mile course we were talking about over on Autopia? I don't think so. I don't think they've been hiding a new Autopia expansion, but there may be something else going on. And if you know what... Zwift has been involved with in the past in cycling in the world, you might be able to start getting some ideas about that. So okay. on a yearly, well, basis. Listen, it, yearly basis. All right. I'm not going to embarrass you, but if, if you were a betting <laughs> man, Nathan, and I know you're not because you're far, far too sensible to waste money with bookies, but I've won but a few, you were I've, a won betting a few man, uh, I've won a few Hold'em tournaments here and there, but <laughs> <laughs> if you were a betting man, then would you, would your money be going towards Watopia or going towards something else? And by something else, I mean, real world course, something else, something else, real world course. We'll see. Um, this, you know, again, it's conjecture, but I would as a betting man, but at the same time, I don't know about my odds. So, I don't know how much I would throw down on it. That's for sure. I definitely wouldn't put the bank on it, but I would. Uh, I would bet on a whole new course. Shane, um, I mean, I think it's probably fair to say, and I think this reflects popular opinion, that the real world, the real world courses are a little less popular than than Watopia. Most people favour riding on Watopia, and Watopia gives Zwift the scope to do things like the volcano, which you just can't do in the real world. Would you think that 
the real world course as the the big next expansion which eric talks about is that the logical route for them to go maybe as long as the course has a lot of character now i'm really hoping they're not just going to announce it's richmond reverse is the new course expansion because we haven't had that yet but look no i i think i'll it's the same with everyone. We spend so much time on Watopia and we use it as our real world. We can go and develop training plans, I guess, just based on the, the free world riding on there. As I said in the Zwiftcast the other day, I've got a five-minute hill, a two-minute hill, longer hills, sprints, flats. It sort of includes everything. So we we all love Watopia. Um, if it's going to be another course, we definitely need course selection because the last thing we need is to take, be taking more time away from Watopia. So... I'm not sure where they'll go. Um, I mean, the partnership thing makes sense. Um, the Ride London stuff was uh, a bit of a novelty. Again, I'm not much of a fan of London. Again, I'm a Watopia fan. Uh, you never know, though. Could we see Jarvis Island returning with a few extra turns? Uh, yeah, but April, Shane, April. I mean, that's when the Giro d'Italia starts, isn't it? Hmm. Talking about hmm. partnerships. What yeah. else goes I mean, on in April? A... Is there anything else happening right around that time? Right around that time? Winter in the, of California. Uh, UCI? Oh, the, yeah, the Tour oh, of California. Yeah, huh. Tour of California. Interesting. Oh, interesting. That's close to where okay. Swift headquartered, aren't they? It must be somewhere around there, I think. <clears throat> Shoot, I think we did too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, we can't get an answer to this because no, we, we just don't know. I mean, I guess the... The thing that's probably got people excited is is the the news of these major developments. And course extensions are major developments. They're something that really matters to Zwifters because we we ride on the roads day in day out, and to have new roads to ride on is always exciting. So I mean that that is has to be has to be positive news. Now just before we move on from this, because there's some really really exciting stuff on racing as well. But just before we move on from this, is this a kind of strategic? thing that we're seeing that they launch these big expansions are just around the time strangely enough that people in the northern hemisphere certainly are thinking of of getting on their bikes and getting back outside in the fresh air i mean do you think that the major course expansions in springtime or early springtime are, is something they do to take pressure off when changes are made uh, is it is it a business decision where you know new Zwifters are going to be happy with new roads as they probably have been from kind of January to March and and by by the time it comes to April both the new Zwifters and the veteran Zwifters um, ZHQ think that they might need to do something to keep them involved. In other words, you know, it seems counterintuitive in some ways to um, to see. Uh, big expansions in the non-peak period for Zwift riding in the Northern Hemisphere, which is a very long way of asking the question of, um, is this is this a pattern here? Is this strategy we're seeing, Shane? I'm not sure. Um, it would be a good one, I guess, because if people do start looking at their month-to-month subscriptions and say, hang on, I don't really need this because I'm outside, but gives them an incentive to stay indoors um, and just liven things up. But I think um, what we've seen in Australia here over the summer Zwift is just now another riding option. It's a, We've got, say, in Melbourne, we have Beach Road or we go out to the hills. We've got King Lake. There's a few options. Zwift is just another option to ride now. So it's not sort of – it's not a yes or a no thing. It's just an option people hang around. So I think a lot of people will do the same. So I, I hope the numbers stick around. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting how they incentivize keeping people on board and getting new fresh blood, I guess, in. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's an excellent point. There was another very telling phrase, Nathan, in, in Eric's interview, and he said, I only ride outside now in ideal conditions. And that, that, that builds on that point that Shane's just made, that Zwift is now another option for riding a bike. Yeah, it's another type of cycling. We've been talking about this a lot. Um, you know, game or real cycling kind of thing. And I, you know, I lean towards both, you know, uh, obviously, but, um, I think definitely, um, keeping users interested at the right time of year, a new course, as well as, you know, looking at the numbers over at ZCL, I don't know about you, but I think hitting up the, uh, some of the, um, market around those real world events too, and connecting more cyclists around real world events um, to Zwift specifically and jumping on with them and supporting them and supporting each other, um, I think is uh, is probably going to be part of the push there as well. So there's probably a timing thing going on there and uh, maybe a build up thing toward these releases uh, with um, connecting to cycling and real world events. I have a feeling that might have something to do with it for sure. Nathan, are you on the trainer? I am on the trainer. I'm breathing a little bit. I am. Uh, we are live right now on Zwift Community Live. Um, we're doing a live Zwift cast live uh, with Simon and Shane. And so it, uh, I was in the middle of my ride when you Facebooked me and said, let's go. I was like, all right, let's go live too. Let's do it. So yeah, I'm getting my, uh, it's my second ride of the day. I've ridden uh, let's see here. Total of four hours total today so far without I'm on depletion today. Depletion. So teaching the body fat burning rather than eating oh, food. That becomes mind games. <laughs> well, that is a serious, serious dedication to duty. Nathan. I, I applaud you. Thank okay. You. Well, listen, I'm glad you're not racing because uh, <laughs> you really wouldn't, have, you really wouldn't have any breath to speak. And that, that brings us on actually to some of the stuff that, you know, uh, as as uh, listeners to the, the Zwiftcast know, I'm I'm a keen racer. I, I love racing, and and the racing stuff that Eric talked about is the stuff that I think I find probably the most fascinating. So let's uh, let's plunge into that. Um, so uh, it, 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 let's explain this carefully because because it's not the easiest of things to understand. But Eric is talking, or pretty much has confirmed. Pretty soon we will introduce. He says a concept of private or closed events. So that is definitely going to encompass racing. And in that, in that, if you were in that, that let's call it a race, if you're in that race, you wouldn't see any of the other riders uh, on, let's call it Watopia. You wouldn't see any of the other riders on the island. So to all intents and purposes, you will be racing on a closed course. And I think racers are just going to absolutely love that idea. I mean, we've been asking for it for ages and ages and ages. But, but very cleverly, the, everybody else who's not in the race would still see the racers. And Eric makes the point that, that one of the most exciting things about Zwift, if you're not in the race, is to see these enormous pelotons flying through the world. And I agree with him on that. It's, it's, a, it's a real spectacle. Um, so this, I think, is just super cool. Don't you, Nathan? Yeah, it's definitely cool. Um, up front, I have a couple of, you know, being a broadcaster, I have some questions, but I'm like they've been waiting for this. You know what I mean? Not having interaction with other racers on the course. That was the, uh, one of the first things about, um, hashtag refund Ohio bike throw, you know, like, come on, why are racers, why are other riders? They're not involved here getting involved in my race. And so that's definitely something I think, uh, a lot of racers are gonna be happy about. Uh, the other thing, as far as a broadcaster goes, the ability to be able to see, 
more of the race accessible immediately. And I have a feeling that maybe that'll be built into this new mode of racing where right now it seems like the riders nearby for the group populates based off of also all the other riders on the course. It's just they're invisible. And so having it populate and have a full list of everybody that is in the race on the right-hand side, I have a feeling there's also going to be a big upgrade to the uh, abilities of your uh, when you join the event to be able to see what's happening in the event all over the place. I would, I would think that would be happening as well in addition. So, um, yeah, very cool. Um, the idea of still being able to see the race going by and know that it's going on, I think that's also a move to know that, like, racing – hasn't disappeared. I think the whole idea of the social aspect up front and everybody being in the same space is a really smart idea um, that they've always been really committed to. And I think this is kind of a way of them satisfying both uh, users so that you still know that races are going on and they can still kind of be advertised a little bit and still be uh, known without all of a sudden all those racer guys are gone and they're no longer around or anything. So I think that was a really smart move. It's an elegant solution, Shane, this, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's much of a, a big feature. It's just something that could be tacked on. Um, it's just a bit of a change in reality, I, I guess, for pe- being on the island or being on any course. Um, but for the races, I, I guess it does uh, impact them quite a lot because you won't have people jumping in. Um, I think Marcel Kittle had someone jump in his race the other day and uh, threw an elbow around. So, well, we can't do that on Zwift. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this uh, this goes. Yeah, yeah. Um Another, uh, it's just full of news, this, this interview that, that, that Eric's given. Um, another uh, uh, kind of news bomb is um, racers have long talked about how to uh, regulate the starts and, and, you know, these crazy, crazy starts. We've, we've kind of grown used to them now and, and I don't see too much kind of pushback about it these days. But, but it's still in some senses an unnatural way to start a race with a two-minute VO2 max interval which is how much of these races start now. And, and racers have long talked about this idea of having a line or a commissaire's car or something that could reintroduce the idea of neutralised starts, which was what we used to do a year or so ago. Um, and, and I think this is, this is on Swift's mind because um, uh, Eric has talked about, well, not having cars. He's kind of ruled out cars. He says, we don't like cars in Swift, and I, I just think that's a really smart decision but he says they've talked about drones leading the pointy end of a race now i'm not quite certain whether he's seeing that as some way of regulating starts or just an alternative way of giving a camera shot but we've kind of already got that camera shot nathan haven't we in the in the in the helicopter shot i mean i know it's not a drone shot but it's a similar thing do you think he's getting a regulating starts here or do you think he's just talking about a potentially alternative way of viewing the action? Uh, probably the first thing. I think it's going to be uh, some sort of a drone that will lead them out. Uh, that's what I'm guessing at. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I, it, we haven't seen the blue guys out on course in quite a while. Um, and it might be a, another variation of those guys leading out the pack with a limiter. can't pass them until he pulls off. It might be that simple, I would think. Um, nothing super, uh, you know, it'll be really, it'll be, it'll be, uh, a big deal to those who've been really wanting that feature to be added. You know me, I've always been on the side being a mountain biker who's used to fast starts and 
I like that. I like it. Let's go. Can you hang on? All right. Separate it out quickly. But uh, I understand the idea of in road races in real life. A lot of times there's uh, this controlled start and kind of get warmed up and and go and the attacks are later when the hills come and stuff. So um, either way, cool development. And I think as usual, options, 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 different races for what different people like. So not all of them hopefully would have that, uh, but it would be an option, just like they've been able to take out the power-ups and the TT bikes if they want to now. You can also have that option for the drones or whatever that lead-out might be. Yeah. Drones, Shane, I think, feels a very Zwifty thing to do. Yeah, I think they've always said yeah. there'll never be cars in the game or in the, in the, on the platform because we deal with cars all the time in traffic, so we don't want to sort of add too much reality into our virtual reality. Uh, drones would be a nice way. They're fun. They're um, yeah, a bit non-intrusive, I guess, because they hover above. Um, yeah, I think that's a good way to solve it for the, the slow sort of neutral start. But as for the fast starts, it's something we're not used to seeing because we don't usually see bike race coverage from kilometre zero. Uh, they happen all the time, right? Race starts because when that breakaway gets formed, there's ping, ping, ping off the front. There's attacks, attacks, attacks. And you'll always notice that people make comment of that. If they ever see a race in real life from kilometer zero, they're like, wow, it's really hard at the start. They're really strung out until that break gets formed. And then, so it's a bit of a, a misshaped reality we see on TV. We see the fun parts. We, you know, we've, the break's already established and then we just manage the gap. Speaking of managing the gap, somebody has mentioned, uh, James in the, Comment section has said, uh, look, a good expansion to that or the racing side or an addition would be a map or a position to the leader. But I think time gaps to the leader as well, like on television, would be brilliant because, we're again, we're, the reality we used to see on television is how far away the leaders are or the break or the pack. Um, that'd be a great addition to races because a lot of the time you want to know how far you're going or, and how you're doing on that time gap to the leader rather than just not to the guys closest to you or guys and girls closest to you. Yeah. I mean, I think the, again, you know, just kind of passing this interview, the, the really interesting thing about it is how engaged uh, Eric and, and therefore the whole of Swift, you would have thought, is now in the whole racing business. I mean, those of us who have been around a while remember that a year or so, 15 months or so ago, it was, they were never anti-racing. That would be a completely unfair thing to say, but but they weren't perhaps quite as supportive of it as they are now but now they just seem to be completely engaged in the idea of, of Zwift as a racing platform and Eric is talking in this interview about esports um, and I know esports already exists as a category but esports as a as a way to race bikes doesn't exist and he's talking about making it more accessible he's talking about ways of regulating it so we would get people in the same place on the same trainer uh, there was there was even talk uh, even talk of, of these smart bikes that we hear so much about having built-in scales I mean Nathan this is uh, to, to call it a vote of confidence would be an understatement this is Eric really 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 excited about what Zwift can do to facilitate enhance enable and and really encourage racing isn't it yeah, it is definitely a different conversation than a year, year and a half ago. I remember uh, streaming right around the time that World Bicycle Relief was doing their first event. Uh, so it'd be like first week of December 2015. And, uh, you know, kind of pushing the envelope a little bit here. Okay, we just started the first three months of really broadcasting races. I started um, casting them, I think, in September 
or August 2015 than it would be, right? And so um, it's been a little while. And so, I mean, the, uh, the, the conversation at that point was we didn't have an event module and we didn't have um, like full on backing of, of like, it was just all community organized at that point, completely community organized. Event modules came out, racing started taking notice. And this has always been in the mind though, I think with Eric, because in mean, conversations back and forth with him over the phone here and then around that time, it's like, I was hearing him talk about the dreams of like two, three years down the road. And I think now we're in a place where um, the expansion of Zwift um, you know, more users, uh, more courses, more uh, places just created within the game to do things with racing. The, the tools are now becoming available both as far as population-wise, community-wise, um, and then development-wise. You put all those things together, and now we're kind of coming to this point where, all right, where can we go with this? And you can hear that coming right from Eric now, which obviously I'm super excited about. Shane, I know smart bikes are not your favorite topic. I mean, you know, you've said before that you don't think that they're going to be for you. I mean, you you know, and I can I can completely understand that. I'm not sure they'd be for me either. But but Eric, you know, mentioning and specifically referencing, he says the second generation smart bikes will have a built in scale. So your weight will be measured every second of your ride. I mean, that is getting really serious about verified racing, isn't it? Mm, that's an interesting one. It's got me thinking, how, well, how, how can we um, not game this system, but how can we make use of that? Now, I'm thinking, well, my drink bottles won't go on the bike then. The drink bottles will go next to me, and I'll drink out of a straw because my watts per kilo will be better. Um, I'll have to swift with very, very few clothes on because, I mean, they'll weigh as well. Um, I'll have to cut my Helium hair. balloons, Shane. Helium balloons. Say, or helium. I was going to say cut my hair, but that's not, not going to happen. I don't have any hair. Um, I'm just trying to think outside the square there. I think that's too hard to do, really. I mean, if you're in a hundred thousand or a thousand watt sprint, um, or a you know four hundred watt really hard effort, you're bouncing around a bit. Those scales are going to go crazy. So <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. That like the scale will change when you're jumping up and down. They've got to build something in. You would think. I don't know. How it might would, be a though. start calibration. So when you start on pretty much like a spin down, I guess. Um, you jump on and just sort of hit go. But do we want to see our weight every day? Um, I, I like to not know. And I like to be the weight that I was, you know, before Christmas. I haven't weighed myself since then. So <laughs> yeah. Christian Weidemann's in there saying helium balloons. Helium balloons. <laughs> We've gotten getting all kinds of comments now because of your guys' going on about this one. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm 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 not watching the comment stream. Actually, I should uh, I'll catch up with it later. But but I think okay. So I mean, maybe that thing would not. You know, it, it, if you scrutinise every last detail of it, that you mm. can start to see where there might be might be difficulties. But if you look at the big picture takeout from what Eric's saying, you know, Zwift as a means of making racing accessible to people who would never normally race bikes. He is like 100% signed up to that idea. And you think that the platform is going to be molded in a way that is going to make that certainly possible and appealing and attractive. I think that's a really good thing, Shane, don't you? And, you know, I love a bit of competition. Yeah, I think sure. Competitions, yeah. I think competition is good for people, you know. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I just I'm I'm very heartened by the messages I'm getting from the bigger picture of, of what he's saying here. 
Yeah, look, we've spoken before, again, in the Zwiftcast, because we, do, we must speak a lot in the Zwiftcast, uh, about breaking down barriers and technical barriers about getting on the platform. I guess now it's sort of the next phase for them is, is how do we break down barriers and sort of reach into the wider audience? And that will be to have a solution that people can just sit on and go. Press a button, two buttons, and go. Um, at the moment, you have to press quite a few buttons. Um, and have your bike on a smart trainer. But if there is, a again, the smart bike, so I'll give the smart bike idea credit in that area that it will be a barrier um, removal. Um, and But it also, what I do like about it is being a racing cyclist myself out in the real world, this breaks barriers down for those people as well who can get on and try racing for the first time and maybe catch the bug or maybe be a little fitter or really just test themselves against other people and, you know, be the better person once you finish your workout than when you started or even, you know, Maybe they wouldn't have even started a workout if there wasn't a race on there. So, look, it's going to be really interesting to see. And that's where the mass market is as well. So these guys, they're businessmen and businesswomen behind the scenes. So, yeah, I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, this might sound a bit kind of uh, in, not insidery. It might sound a bit kind of um, insular, I suppose, might be the right the, the right word for this. But... I just want to finish off this conversation by talking a little bit about the way that information comes out of Zwift. It does come out in a weird way at times, doesn't it? I mean, no disrespect to this website, but I've never sort of heard of it before, really. I mean, it's a great piece. It's a really cracking review. It's one of the best reviews of, of Zwift I've ever seen. It's really good. Um, and I think the guy absolutely nails it about getting on it and, and seeing the appeal instantly and getting sucked into racing very quickly and all of that stuff. So I, I've no quibble with the with the website itself. It's uh, it, it seems great. I shall I shall look at it again after seeing this piece. But is it a little bit odd that Eric should be so forthcoming with so much information in such a kind of low key way? Do you think, Nathan? What 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 do you make of that? Um, huh. So, a I would I would say there there's a lot of um, uh, keeping things under under the sleeve. You know what I mean? Keeping cards close a lot of times, which is uh, which is good. I think for them um, at times to yeah, just keep things uh, close so that not too much goes out, and then all of a sudden it seems like it's very well timed, like we were talking about. Um, I have I don't know. <laughs> As far as the Zwift app review, it was a very well-written piece. Lots of good stuff in there. I obviously took a little um, interesting comments there about uh, about gaming, not being interested in gaming, but then in the next word saying interested in racing. So like, what's the definition of gaming and things like that? But besides that, it was very, very well-written. Um, as far as the point about uh, where the news sources are going out to, I think they like to spread themselves out into a large global network. And maybe um, the uh, NY Velocity might be a personal relationship as well for Eric. So just somebody that he was able to connect with quickly. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I've noticed, Shane, I don't know whether you've noticed this, but when you've talked with Eric, is, is he... Um, if you catch him in the right mood, he can sometimes get like really excited about stuff and <laughs> tell you stuff that you think, Eric, did you really want to tell me that? You know, he um, he, he can kind of get almost carried away with his own enthusiasm and, and vision, which I always find really engaging about him, actually. 
I think he's a big kid like the rest of us. That's all. <laughs> um, but I think their uh, their spread of information across different media channels, it's a brilliant tactic. Because look, here we are on the Zwiftcast or Zwiftcast Live on Nathan's feed, on my feed, on everyone's listening in, talking about NY Velocity, uh, the website this article was on. So I think it's a brilliant tactic to leak a little bit. And it, we all talk, discuss about each other's sites and draw traffic around and guess what the topic is we're all talking about. It's Zwift. So yeah, they're playing the game. Or it's unplanned, which is working really well. Either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, it is working quite well. Yeah, yeah, well done, Eric. Yeah, not that I'm jealous that you didn't tell the Zwickas first, you know, but, yeah. I, I, not jealous I do, at all. I do, I, oh, yeah. I do understand that other media outlets are available. I didn't know that. I mean, I get all of my media completely from Zwickas. I mean, no wonder I know, have no idea what's happening in the U.S. right now. <laughs> I confess hey, I guys, I... Google News alert set up on anything Swift. So you, if you actually go to Google News, you can put alerts on any any word that pops up in uh, any news article that comes across. And uh, yeah, this is one of my always got. Oh my gosh, you always have these amazing like on the second. Shane set me up with whenever there's an update, <laughs> like, and I'm like, it's amazing. And like now it's oh my gosh, now he's telling me he's yeah. But Australia, Australia well. always gets the updates. Australia always gets the updates first. Yeah, we're in the future today. It's already Saturday here, Saturday morning. Yeah, we're we're well on the future. Um, but if I get a machine to do the work, still. Yep. Go ahead, sorry, uh-huh. Shane. Yeah, if I get a machine to do the work for me, um, I'll do it indeed because we can optimize. Because yeah, that's what we built computers for, wasn't it? To make our lives easier so we can go ride bikes more. <laughs> Which is what what maybe we should all be doing. Although I'm on the point of going to bed. Um, I'm right, right, guys. Listen, I think we've 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 crunched through and analysed as much as is possible to analyse from. Oh, uh, I've got a couple more. Can I can I just shoehorn in a couple more? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, go, them. Shane. Yeah, yeah go, go, go. There there's plenty of questions coming in too. Just so you guys know. I'll go in through it. Maybe we'll do a bit of a we'll do a review of the questions coming in for the live guys as well, our guys and girls listening in. Uh, but I, I did see the words because I've been scrolling through the article. Given I just got out of bed for this uh, alert and things going crazy on my social about what we're doing and talking about now, um, we, there will continue to be road racing, cyclocross, track. There we go. So not oh, just road track. Racing. Oh, I'd miss that. I shame. see the well word cyclocross, and let me just check. It's coming from Eric Min. Yes. Just want to check the context of what he said here, which would be vastly more accessible to the masses. So, is there a commitment there to cyclocross and track? track. Now, I think I'd miss that. Yeah, good track. Spot, I'm Shane. not sure. I've done track in real life, and it's a little bit like staring at the wall or some boards. I mean, but it has its place. Has its place. But cyclocross. I haven't tried cyclocross. I've done a bit of mountain biking, but to give me the option to virtually do cyclocross on my time trial bike or road bike. I reckon that's going to be kind of cool. And that's where virtual reality lends itself to giving us more realities because road racing on our road bikes, hey, we do that all the time. But doing something different on those same bikes and just it's a bit of escapism, I'm in for that. So cross, bring it on. Yeah. Well, the thing with track, you know, is I think that lends itself to being gamified quite well, really. I don't know. I'm sure you're familiar with this, Shane. I'm not certain you will be, Nathan, but... There's competition in track, which I absolutely adore. Uh, I've taken part in it and it's nearly killed me, um, but it's great to watch. And that's it's known by various different names. I know it as Devil Takes the Hindmost, uh, oh, which is yeah. a, a yeah. fantastic format yeah, in the velodrome. Sure. Yep. Sure. 
Uh, and basically, uh, there's like loads of people ride, ride around, 20, 30, 40 riders. And every lap, the one that crosses the line last is eliminated. It's, I think it's also known as the elimination race. Um, Devil Takes Hindmost is, a, is, is one I've, a, a label I've always rather uh, enjoyed um, seeing it described as. But, I, I, you know, I could see that format being gamified really well, couldn't you, Nathan? Oh, definitely. The... Uh there's an elimination race. Christian Wyman's talking about it right now. I have a feeling there's some in the community that are always thinking that way already. So um, <clears throat> I think the thing about the cyclocross, though, do you remember? Maybe that wasn't in an article. I had a conversation with John Mayfield at one of the Zwift Tour in North America, and some of the chat was about the running app. And I think this is also in some of the other stuff that we've done that – Running on the road on the side of the road against all these cyclists maybe not be as engaging. So I wonder if maybe trails and this idea of a closer foliage around you or a environment that lends more to an entertainment of running would then be mixed in with these cross courses so that they could kill two birds with one stone. That's what came into my mind right away as far as that goes. John Wallen would be great for a run. Yeah, yeah. For sure. They're not going to make us get... Hey, listen, boys, they're not going to make us get off our bikes and carry the damn things out there and run at the same time. I do not approve of that kind of behaviour. I really do trying to weigh 25 kilos. We're going to have to hike that onto our shoulder and jump a few kilos. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good spot. Shane, is there anything else I've missed? Yeah, absolutely. We've missed it all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, in the comment section, though, they're keeping us honest, and this is what I love about the live format. The commenters are keeping us honest. Two-way communications being mentioned as well. But the word oh, yes, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. That was right on my list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I took that to mean voice, but mm. he phrased it as two-way communication. Could he mean different? Could have been a turn of phrase. Not sure. But um, look, we know voice is coming. It has been mentioned elsewhere, but the implementation is going to be key of uh, how this succeeds or fails. Uh, we use Discord quite a bit. Uh, there's been TeamSpeak used in the past. It changes the game. Literally, it is so much fun. So I'm really keen to see how they're going to implement the voice, how it's going to be rolled out. Will it be beta? Will it be tested first? Will it be, you know, and, and how soon? Because I think our appetite is growing more and more um, as features get added. So hopefully with that, uh, the new injection of cash they had the other um, last month, um, this development process timeline will be really, really shortened and we'll get new things like voice coming soon. Yeah, but he did use the phrase this year in that oh, particular section of the interview. We're only just which, started this year, haven't we? Yeah, I know. It says to me December, not not February. So. <laughs> uh, Nathan, so, do you... Uh, uh, we, before we go before we go today, we have to say kicker or Neo, according to the comments, because everyone is kind of... Johnny's asked the question, that out there. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead, Simon. Sorry for interrupting you. But before we go, I guess we have to say kicker or Neo. I am not discussing Kicker or Neo. I refuse to have that conversation, I refuse to have that conversation live on air. Um, uh, Nathan, t- two-way communication, what do you take to mean from that? I mean, you, I mean, could he be talking about race radio or, or what? Um, huh, that's interesting. I think, well, who's the two-way going to be with? Um, I think well, that I, I guess rider, rider to rider. Rider to rider, yeah. I mean, so then I have a feeling... Um, it's going to be um, the some sort of like a Discord server or something that we have set up where grouping up, being able to communicate with those in your group, um, something similar to what they saw with TeamSpeak that the community originally started using. I have a feeling they might be some, doing something along those lines. So two-way communication, grouping up, 
having the group that you're within have the ability to talk, you can turn it on and off. Uh, push to talk, probably something in there as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's the direction they're going. There'll have to be something. I, I do think we've. Uh, oh, sorry, mate. There's sorry, Shane. Go ahead. Going to have to be something that excludes everyone with a Le Monde Revolution trainer as well, because even push to talk, it's just going to sound like a seven four seven taking off. And look, I am in that boat myself. I love that trainer. We'll be using it quite a bit. So, it'd be very interesting to see how they go with the push to talk or the sound filtering they apply to it. I'm sure there's a new, few new technologies that can be put in these days that are going to make it work well. Is is there a Boeing seven three seven engine mute button on on this application? Do you think because it would be required for the for the Le Mans. That's the filter they'll need for sure. <laughs> um, so, guys, I um, uh, due to my technical technical incompetence, I don't have comments up. Is there anything that's come up in comments that we should cover before we close? Uh, Columbus, Ohio, has come up quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, pathetic Simon response. <laughs> I know where that's come from. <laughs> See, oh, I know where of, that's come from. Plenty of Ohio's. What else? Uh, when is the ZVA team starting? Oh, no, that wasn't actually there. Sorry. Um, no, that's about it. Would be great if you could talk to riders within your proximity of the course. That's a real one. Uh, Lamont Le- uh, Leggett, Anthony Porsche. Anything I missed? Uh, Ryan has a kicker and loves it. So there's the problem solved for whoever's yeah, asking. Well, so know, whatever the, whatever the, whatever Thanks, the question, the answer is kicker. We know that. Always. Guys. Uh, <laughs> Someone did mention, though, the um, – oh, sorry to cut in there. A um, bit of a lag here with the internet here in Australia. Um, somebody did mention the running side of things as well. Now, this is not in the context of what we're talking about today, but I am keen to see when running will come out of beta and into a, uh, I guess, a more of a, an official beta or an official test for people and see what they start doing with that. So I think as soon as that's announced, we will have to do another one of these ASAP and uh, one of these Zwiftcast lives, or it'll be on the Zwiftcast anyway. I'm sure we'll talk about it quite a bit, but that's a whole show in yeah, itself. Absolutely. Well, it certainly sounds like there's a lot of plates spinning at ZHQ or ZHQ for our American friends um guys thank you so much for doing this at short notice uh, i mean one of the reasons that we've done it is that you know with absolutely impeccable timing um all these news quakes erupted um the, just literally the second before i was about to press publish on the podcast you know um and, and the podcast seems to be developing a reputation for uh uh, being late with the news or coinciding with major developments on Zwift. Uh, yeah, this is this is something I'm going to have to work on stamping out, I have to say. But this is a really good way of countering it. And uh, uh, I'm going to uh, probably not edit this conversation at all, actually. I'm probably just going to top and tail it and stick it out as a Zwiftcast XL, a Zwiftcast Extra or some kind of... Uh, a swanky name that I'll think about between now and the next 10 minutes <laughs> when I actually put it out. But um, it's been super enjoyable talking to you guys in an unscheduled way. Um, great to hear you on the trainer, Nathan. Thanks very much for being almost roused from your bed, Shane. Uh, great to go out on no. ZCL as well, Nathan. You reacted really quickly there. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. We did have a little bit of uh, uh, Mrs. Coates, Life and Cycling, jumping in at the end there. You guys might have seen her jump in. Uh, pulling back the curtains. Who's behind the curtain there? That was pretty <laughs> awesome. Everybody out at ZCL, uh, let's say goodbye to Simon and Shane. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate you guys jumping in with me as well. That was a lot of fun. Really cool. A lot of people are liking it. We're getting lots of comments. James New, love the new format. This is awesome. Please keep doing more. Uh, Neil Simpson, great. I mean, it just keeps coming out. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Lots of buys right now. So uh, great to see everybody here and all the likes. So Seems really popular. Maybe we got to do what we said next week. 
<laughs> Look at it all coming out, and all the reactions are coming you through, mean, too, you right mean now. Maybe we're going to do it again. <laughs> I guess so. It looks like there's a little bit of demand there. We so. need more news, though. We need more news. You know, the news cupboard will be empty this time <laughs> next week. Oh, there's the shout out. There's the shout out. We need more news. All right. We got to go find, we got to do some journalism now, it sounds like. Guys, I'm, it's my bedtime. Uh, it's been great talking to you. Let's do it again. Uh, thanks very much indeed. Right on. Yeah. See you later, thanks, See you later Simon. Talk soon, everyone. Right.